How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the What Makes This Song Stink podcast. It's a podcast, um, and it's also on YouTube.com, so you can look at it, um, or you can listen to it at Starburns Audio or wherever you like. They love that. Wherever you listen, enjoy, enjoy podcasts. Um, I'm an Apple guy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've gone on to Starburns Audio. You can do that because this is on the Starburns Audio Network. I'll plug myself. Um, but, uh, you know, you can listen to it there. It's, you know, it's just whatever. It's a podcast. Now, um, what do we got today? Today, I had a conversation with W. Kamau Bell. He's the man. He's awesome. Uh, we've become bullshit, uh, you know, internet friends um, during the pandemic. Uh, he sent me a message about watching one of my videos. And, you know, then I've gone on to watch all of uh, his stuff. And um, I just think he's a really, really amazing person. I think he's really funny. And I think what he's doing is really important. And we do talk about moves like Jagger. Um, but, you know, I also have to put him on the clock because, I mean, this is a guy that um, I respect immensely who is, uh, you know, has a show called United Shades of America where he's talking a lot about racism. He's talking a lot about, you know, how divided we are as a country and you know what it's like to be a minority in this country so when i've got a guy like that on the show um i'm i'm gonna ask him a lot of questions about that but we do i bring it back to maroon five go ahead adam we know this song i don't you don't need to listen to this song you you know, you've been to a Walgreens before. Um, it's uh, it's 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 Maroon Five. Now, I do know that um, we are going to be talking a little bit about you know Leg Day Gate, as I'm calling it. How Levine was getting in was uh, you know sniffing around some DMs of uh, some some younger younger women. That's when we were recording this, so you know you might be listening to it, and it's a month old. That that story's a month old at this point. So give us a little break for that because it's still it's still happening in 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 the now right now so we talk about that a little bit but we also talk about um you know i i i make sure to uh i put kamal on the clock a little bit because you know he he deals with a lot of serious uh issues but he does it in in a in a uh fairly comedic way i mean he's a really funny guy but um you know i i do make him talk about some issues such as you know wokeness and how we deal with that word even though it it does promote good but at the same time it's been kind of in the bad you know what i'm talking about as far as woke goes and i so I, I i ask a lot of questions um but we do we do talk about maroon five and we are going to get to it but first uh we got some big news today because the boys from boston um godsmack who i'm talking about Sully erna and the boys they released a new song today um so we gotta hear it it's called surrender um sure sounds like it rocks you've always told me that you know me but you don't really know me at all okay you always told me let's learn it <laughs> Gee, I guessed it right. You always know me. Oh, wait. You always told me 
since you know me, know me, but you don't know me at all. <laughs> you always told me you know me, but you don't know me at all. Cause you know, I think that's all we need to do as far as surrender goes. So that's the news. You can listen to God's Max new song. And uh and now you can enjoy uh one of my favorite conversations that I've had so far on the What Makes This Song Stink podcast, everybody. This is Kamal Bell. We're going to be bringing him in. What makes this song stink? Kamal. <laughs> Kamal. Oh, my God. It's so good to see you, man. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming on What Makes This Song Stink. Thanks for thanks for having me. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a podcast. And you know what? I, I always wanted, like, I think... Let's let's first let's first get your bullshit out of the way. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who this is, this is W. Kamau Bell. He does it all. He's an he's a he's a comedian. He's a uh, activist. I'm sorry, you are. You're an activist. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm uh, glad you know that that's like a, that, that's not like a reluctant title of mine. I'm well, glad that's a bad that. word now. Just like woke's a bad word. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, we'll but, talk. But also, black's a bad word. So I'm, I'm well, used to yeah. Bad well, black's always been a bad word, right, Kamau? Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a lot more about that. I'm going to put you on the clock later. I'm sorry about that. But, uh, you know, when I get you, I just uh, there's so many questions I have for you. Um, well, let's be I'm, clear with the people that this is not a thing that happened because you're a fan of mine. I just want to be clear. Right. You did not. You did not. You did not Instagram message me one time. Come on. I'm just such a fan of United Shades of America and your book. The Awkward Thoughts of W. Kamau Bell is so good. And I've been a fan of yours yep. since you had. Your Netflix special, Private School Negro. You did that. Is not how this relationship started. No, how did it start? Let's tell everybody how it started. I was like, I was. <laughs> YouTube was like, you should watch this. You occasionally watch Rick Beato videos, and uh-huh, I was like, you did. Uh-huh. I did. I was like, yeah, I do. And you like, you like funny things. I was like, yeah, I do. And your best friend likes Weezer a lot. That's true. The, all those things are true. And mm-hmm. so uh, all that happened, and and your Weezer video came up, and then as I do. I became immediately obsessed and went on like a deep dive and started sharing your videos with friends of mine and saw that you were on Instagram. And I was like, okay, this is going to be weird. I'm going to send this guy a message just to sort of say, I see you out there. I see you doing work. I appreciate it. It was also like pandemic time, I guess. So it was like a really time when of like appreciating something that was just like a breath of fresh air. So, yeah. Well, that, I mean, and it, that just meant so much to me and continues to, and I really appreciate that come out. Because, well, let's be clear. Uh, then you Googled me to figure out who is this guy with the blue check mark. That's true. Because <laughs> you're like, he's got a blue check mark. That might mean something. And oh, then yeah. you were like, oh, and then you backward, which I'm not, I, I get that. I get that our uh-huh. streams wouldn't normally cross, but it's more about the fact that people don't realize there's all these things I am interested in that aren't just like, you know, racial justice. <laughs> yeah. So. But I think there is a common, and, and you know, obviously, like, in, in full transparency, that is what happened, right? Yeah. Um. But, you know, it's it's one thing for, like, you know, somebody to write me a message and, you know, even if they have a blue check mark and I check them out, I'm just like, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> not always. I mean, but yeah. when I've looked, you know, I'm like, okay, I've heard the name. Let me check out what's going on here. And then I was just like, oh, man, like, this is my this is my lane. Because in that video, um, you know, I throw in. So United Shades of America um Everybody should be watching this show because um, you, you're just learning so much of what it's like to, you know, all of what it's like to be a minority in this, what it's like to be oppressed in any sort of way. 
and it's more just a show of how to be human that that's what i take from the show and um and i want to and it's funny so i i, I want to talk more about that but um you know for me in my videos I always slide in a little bit. I don't know yeah. if you know, like, I no, that's always... what I, that's why I reach out to you. If the, I've, I watch lots of people's videos that are funny and I don't reach out to them. Cause I'm like, I have nothing to offer this person. I don't know. if. And sometimes I know this person won't agree with me, even though I like their video, this, I can tell from their video, they're not going to want to be, they're not going to want to connect with me just mm -hmm. cause. And so, but no, there was the point, I think it was in the Weezer video where you sort of slipped in something about like race. You said, you sort of had like a thing that was like, that is that my spidey sense went off because you were like blah 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 racism and everything going on and the way you said it was like I I I get it I can't speak to it but I want to make sure people understand that I get it yeah absolutely because I mean it's it's a big part of who I am I mean I I'm not and and that's why I'm going to put you on the clock today All right. because um you know and as even this I'm gonna keep I'm putting you back it's, this is my podcast about you the way you talk to people in your video and who you talk to. There's not a sense that you have an easy way of talking to everybody, which is what mm -hmm. I'm doing on United Shades. Like you're Absolutely. not like, uh oh, I don't that guy, I don't know. Like it's like you're talking to everybody as yeah. if they are people who have an opinion that you might want to hear, and doesn't matter what race they are, if they talk to you, and they or it doesn't matter what they look like, or if they're the blinds to go guy, and he may, like you're you're forming you're quick at forming good relationships and respecting people, which to me is like even if you hadn't said the racial justice thing, I was like, this is a good guy. Well, let's just agree that we're both great. Can yeah, no, let's, sure. let's, let's just say this. Come out, we're both great, and um, we picked good partners. I want to make sure yeah. Kim gets a shout out too. Oh, you're shooting out Kim. She's gonna like that a lot. Um, so uh, let's 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 talk about today's song. Um, you know, this is a podcast about songs. It's a podcast. Um, so we have a stink tank, right? And. Uh, <laughs> Where it's just like, you know, we ask guests like to, to choose either from a song that we provide, like mm -hmm. do you, what you could choose from the stink tank, or you could think of your own song that you would like to. And I think this happened over at Instagram Live where I was on Instagram. You were in the comments or something like that. And I was just mm -hmm. like, come out. I'm booking you for my podcast right now. Mm -hmm. You can't say no because there's all these people watching it. Yep, um, yep, yep. You need to pick a song. And then I think that's where it came in, right? You're like, all yeah, right. I was five. immediately new. I immediately yeah. knew. Now, you didn't know that when we were eventually going to do this, that it was going to be a week after, you know, Levine Gates happening, right? So somebody who works for me was like, is this the week to talk about that guy? <laughs> Maybe yeah, you don't want to pile on. <laughs> it's not the week to listen to it, though. Whenever this is going to be posted, people are going to be sick of talk, hearing yeah. about it because it will be like a month later. But it just kind of went down where, you know, yeah. he's texting about, you know, leg day after he sees like a girl working out on her legs. And he's just leg day. You know, so if you want to do one of those jokes, I don't want to be too much like Jay Leno here. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I, I, I feel very clear about like, first of all, you know, dudes are going to dude, which I think we have to, we, we understand that, that dudes are going to do as a dude. I understand that dudes are going to do I would, do. I hope the dude keep, I'm, I'm also very careful to the difference between morality and illegality, <laughs> like the difference between like, you know, sometimes dudes do it in ways that are illegal and that's, you got to call that out and go, that's not, that's not cool. I did a documentary right. that maybe people have seen that, that calls out some, the illegality of a dude, but like a dude who's, who's duding like that. It's like, I really, I really can't even try to pile on that. Cause it's just like, you know, dude, and especially rock star dudes are going to really rock are really going to dude. Rockstar. I mean, this guy's a 
this guy isn't just a rock. This guy isn't just in a band. I mean, this guy is in one of the biggest bands. And, yeah, and a band and that, like, every other, and it's like one of those dudes where it's like every song is about, he's like the genre of, of music that he has decided to go with is the, like, is the, is the, is the, is the like, baby, you're, is the, is the, is like the sexy girl music. Like, it's like, it's not like, it's not Rage Against the Machine. You know what I mean? No. It's not like, it's, it, <laughs> it's like, it's, no, it's not he's writing. More, yeah, it's, not, it's not it's, it's not even like just general like dave grohl rock we're all in this together we'll figure it out it's not metallica i'm angry and confused about my dad but i don't know how to say it it's i like ladies so it's like how can you be surprised that that dude is slipping in the comments and she will be loved yeah and no, she he's, will he's... be loved i mean that's what this guy is he is writing for the people that he's writing to on like it should be going the other way like it's not <laughs> that that's the thing you're like, like are you don't... kidding me they're they should be texting him you don't know what be, i mean don't and, don't, don't be that not? dude and be sloppy about it that's what i think is the most sort of like you know, I, if he's got a dad or an uncle, they got to be like, hey, man, don't be sloppy. Don't be a sloppy dude. You're a rock right. star, dude. Yeah. But he's Adam Levine. And and there's a there's a I'm doing a video right now and it's probably out at this point, but I'm doing hopefully I'm doing a video. I can't believe it, but I'm do, I actually did a video on Nickelback. I never ah, wanted I mean, to. You have to you have to knock out the you can't it's, leave that low hanging fruit sitting there. I mean, it's it's under the ground. That's how low yeah. this fruit is. Yeah. It's actually yeah. being like. It's actually just, you know, it's about to sprout another tree. That's how yes. low it is. It's yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> um, it's not even fruit. It's it's already a seed. So that's how low this is. But they put out this song called San Quentin about not wanting to go to jail. And I'm just like, why are you going to jail? It's like, how are you going to jail? You're a billionaire. You're, yeah. You know, you're Canadian. At least yeah. pick a Canadian prison. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, what, what, what American law did you break that you're going to San Quentin? Also, San Quentin is for is for generally for lifers. So, what did yes. you do? <laughs> and all it is is about like we're gonna drink, we're gonna go out, you're gonna drink some more. We're lighting this town on fire. Like, oh, you're gonna buy drinks. Like yeah. he's like we're gonna do some shit you've never seen before, man. We're gonna go into a bar and we're gonna order drinks and pay for them. You know, we're gonna wow. Tip yeah, so I had to, and yeah. then I just kind of feel like they just do it to themselves consistently, yeah. and that's what Adam Levine is like continuing to do. He's just this cheesy man, and now it's just he's just put another layer on top of it. Um, Which and let me be back. clear about this: I'm not like because I'm not generally a person like even coming to your podcast. I had to pick a song that was like I feel like I can talk clear about this. There are many things I hate in life that I don't think are worth talking about out loud because I'm I don't want to just be a person who's that's why I like your your why does what makes this song sink because you're put you're being very personal about it you're you know that's mm -hmm. why you feel bad about Nickelback because you feel like everybody can hate on Nickelback but you're like yeah you're it's very clear that like even in saying you hate it a lot of times you're like it's you you talk about how much you love the thing you're hating or how much you love the pieces of it I thought the Chili Peppers video is a great example of that like these individual pieces are really good. I don't mm -hmm. like the way it went in this in this version of it. So yeah. So for for me, I actually like have a soft spot from Adam Levine because of the show The Voice, and me and my wife watched it when she was pregnant with our first daughter, and then we watch it, and now my daughter watches The Voice, and he was on The Voice for a long time, and he was good on The Voice. Like he was like you know he was, yeah. Him, him and Blake I'm Shelton not... had a bromance. It was like it was a fun like it was like a, a fun sitcom. You know. I think there's way worse. I mean, I kind of yeah. I'm kind of into the. Do, 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 do. Cause I'm really trying to know anymore, anymore. Oh, oh. 
And then that Sunday morning song that just rips off Stevie Wonder. Like that one, you know, I'm not like do Oh yeah. Yeah, I like Sir Duke too. That works um, real well. I like yeah. I mean, I'm also old old enough to remember because I'm older than you. Like the fir- their first single, uh uh Hard to Breathe, was like a great pop rock song. Yeah, I mean I might voice clip you on that, but I mean like uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying for like You guys looking to United Shades season eight. Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. their first canceled. out. Their I mean, first. the first the, that that song, it's like it's sort of like in line with that uh, that Eve Six song. Like it was just like that are sort of just like jangly, sort I of. I want trouble my times. I would love it in minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was. I'm not. I didn't That's buy the, the album, but like when they came yeah. on the radio, I was like, good for you. And then to get from there to moves like Jagger just seems like, oh boy, we. Yeah. Uh, we I mean, we decided we know, wanted to. We decided we wanted the third house, did we? <laughs> Can you imagine being in that practice though? It's like, all right, what do you guys got? Well, I got one called Moves Like Jagger. Yeah. And then like it works. Like yeah. the, the whole like the band says, Yeah, all right, that sounds really good. Yeah, Mick Jagger. And uh, you know, all right, let's just listen to it. Adam, will you put it on? I actually haven't heard this song since the last time I was in Walgreens. <laughs> oh yeah. So hooky whistle. I don't know if this is in the whistle invasion of like um there's like that's when you go. Songs. Wait, those aren't real drums, right? And they have a drummer in the band. Okay. What year did this come out? Two thousand eight, something like that. It sounds like no, no, it had to be like two thousand thirteen, fourteen. Yep, 2010. That's producer Adam coming in with the heater. That's that's why he's here, everybody. That's why he's here. Coming in with that 2010. Um, okay, let's stop that. <laughs> but, like, remember the whistle songs? Like, they were huge. I think that they were before, like, the Hey Ho song. So it's like Lumineers came in with, like, the Hey! But then there was the, like, the... the... Oh, yeah. What's the uh that the the shoe song? The pumped up kicks. Yeah. Like there was there was and then I think I think Portugal the man had a has a whistle song. Like there's there was like I think it's right around the twenty ten area where there was like okay. whistle was like the first it was like that's the hook that's gonna get you in. And yeah. And this kind of has a disco, but it's all pop, it's all it's all every one of these moves, like Jagger, is like a okay, we're kick drum coming in yeah then we got the beat coming in yeah. and it's kind of like post black ips and it's yes. like all right what's happening in music right now this is what we need to do um, it just there's something about it that just from even the title feels so cynical like that's the thing i think is so like like it's funny like like that like because there's nothing about this that says mick jagger no and like, there's, there's nothing about this that says like this is a rolling stone style song this is that we're just desc- that we're just des- we're not describing like the like the heyday of the 80s when you describe what the dance is you're not telling us how mick jagger moves <laughs> no you're not throwing in one of these like yeah. like they could have thrown one of those in there you know what i mean <laughs> like in the chorus <laughs> the, you're you not know singing it like mick jagger you're not no. you're not there's not the attitude it doesn't sound like you you're would believe your that lips. this 
that this man doesn't even know has never heard a Rolling Stones song. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Maybe something on like maybe I mean his favorite song is probably or Oh yeah. I was thinking Jumbo Jack Flash. That to me feels yeah. like when but <laughs> um but like, you know, miss you something maybe. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? But maybe, but like it's there's nothing okay. about that song that's going to take a kid, a teenager from that era going, oh, I should look up Mick Jagger now. And if they do, no. they're going to be like, this isn't what I was expecting. Right. It's 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 kind of like we did, I did a, a podcast episode on the Limp Bizkit version of The Who. And I was oh. just thinking like, you know, a Limp Bizkit fan hears Fred Durst singing Behind Blue Eyes. And then like, oh, well, The Who's got to be up, you know, and then they yeah. hear Tommy. You know what I mean? <laughs> they go from break stuff to see me. um let's see moves like jagger lyrics let's just let's just find out what the verse might be about adam will you put it back on Doesn't need to try to control. Look into my eyes and I'll own you. <laughs> He's gonna own you. Okay. This is filed under lyrics that you can only get away with if you're a rock star. Right. Maybe it's hard and it feels like you're broken and scarred. Nothing feels right, but when you're with me, I'm, I make you believe that I've got the key. None of this means anything. <laughs> These are just words. I say it all the time. They're just words. They're like, I have a high voice. I have muscle definition. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a catchy melody. If, if you had said that to Kim when you started dating her, you would not still be dating Kim. Do you know what I said to her to pick her up? What? You could cut it off, Adam. I was like, hey, you know, can I, what's your number? Like, you know, uh, here's my number. Can I text you, you know, about some deep family traumas? Just let me know about, you know, anxiety and depression, if that runs in your family or anything like that. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't want to talk about popcorn. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, do you yeah. like popcorn? Yeah, we'll to... get there. I'm like, well, what kind of popcorn do you like? But I was yeah, just yeah. like, you know. Um, you, you didn't know, say, you... look me into my eyes and I'll own you. <laughs> But, Andrew Tater. But speaking of United uh, United Shades of America, Kamau. Oh yeah. Um, um, so okay, I'm, this is what I do. So it's like, yeah, the song stinks, whatever. Um, but I want to talk about a specific episode. The uh, okay. I think it was the episode one of season seven where you're in Arizona. Um, oh yeah, that's the that's the episode woke episode. Right? We wanted to call it World War Woke, but they wouldn't let us do that. Okay, you should have called it World War Woke. Yeah. Um, you know. How do you do it? How do you do these episodes? Like you were, you were complimenting me, like being able to talk about anything to like Blanche to go guy who is the best um, or whoever I see on the street. And I do think that we have that in common. It's just when I see you talking to these people that, you know, that just, you know how wrong they are, but you're Mm -hmm. still able to have that conversation because that's the only chance we have really. Mm -hmm. Right. That's it. Our backs against the wall so much that like, yeah, we could just stay on our side of the fence and just like say, I know that this is right. And then there, I know that this is right. Even though, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that, that, that when people do not have facts, do not are just using the buzzwords that mm-hmm. they are supplied. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you, I love how you just slide in like, okay, 
So you don't think that people should. So slavery, you know, we can't say slavery was bad. And they, yeah. they say, no, you can't say it's anything. Yeah. Now, I mean, you can't say it's anything. Yeah. You can't say slavery is bad. Well, that's, that's the about that clip you're talking about. And then I was like, okay. So I thought I was going to give them an easy one. So I was like, what about Nazis? Can you say Nazis were bad? Yeah. And then they were like, no. And I was like, and you see me like, oh my God. Like we, if we can't, if we can't get to, if we can't do Nazis are bad, then we're doomed as a country. We're absolutely doomed. You can't do it. And they yeah. said, and she said it so seriously and so matter of factly. And, um, that I was and even confused. Off. I was like, do you mean like I sometimes I give people and sometimes this gets cut because I want to confirm. Are you really saying the thing I'm think you're saying? Because I know there's cameras and you get excited. And mm -hmm. so if, if you see it end up on the show, that means that that person confirmed that that's the thing they wanted to say. Because I don't want to just I'm not out here like throwing people under the bus. I want you to walk yourself under the bus. Right. And you do that so wonderfully. I mean, you really do. It's like and I and I feel that when I watch a show where I'm just like, he's not exploiting these people at all. They that what we're seeing is what they are. And you're and giving them every like opportunity. You, you give them out. Yeah. Like you I try give to give them out. Outs. You're like, take yeah. this, please. Yeah. You're like, you are get onto my editing cutting floor. Yeah. Like yeah. do it. Like you take, want to edit do yourself this. out right now. I want right. you to edit yourself out. Please. Uh, and, and they don't. They don't. And I think that, like, it's funny the thing you said earlier, the thing that I really have realized, especially recently with the show, is I, I think we, you know, you know, there's like the the easy button from the, from whatever, was that, that office supply, office depot? We, mm -hmm. we like have broken our empathy button in this country. Like we, yeah. so, so you don't, so people have an inability to even empathize with somebody else's struggle if they feel like their, that struggle has nothing to do with me. So I can't even take it in. I can't even, yeah. I can't even take it in because it's got nothing to do with me. And then on top of that, we think if I do focus on their struggle, somehow it's going to make my life worse. Like, so, you know, like, yeah. so I have to, I actually have to push their struggle away so that I can still hold on to what little bit of life I have. Um, I also want to apologize because there was a, a woman in that episode that said that she's like, you know, from Irish descent. <laughs> And she said something like, you know, the Irish were persecuted it worse more than, than, you know, black Americans. They and, had it worse than know, slaves. They had it worse than slaves. And yeah. these are, you know, these are my people. Come yeah. out. These are no. my Irish American morons. And, well, you know, it's uh, funny because you know, the, the director of that show, Mo, who you know, uh, yeah. uh, like talked to, he did the thing of like talking to her for a long time before she talked to me. He's like, you really you want it this is what you want to say like this is what you want this is what you want to do because he had the same feeling you had like i got some some of my dna goes back there too are you sure you want to yeah. say this and he said yeah walk. no yeah. You, you don't want to say this and and what i'm and what the video what the what the episode is really about um is the critical race theory which you know obviously me growing up i was always hearing about critical yeah, race theory i mean yeah, who yeah. doesn't right yeah, you know yeah. Like that famous critical race theory that we're all yeah, that, that we're we all, all talking with. about. And, you know, in every black household, we have uh, Kwanzaa and we have uh, red velvet cake and critical race theory. Those yeah, are the things that CR every black household has CRT. So, for those of you who don't know, um, and and listen, I know that this podcast is about <laughs> moves like Jagger. I do, but you know what? I've said this before. This podcast for me is now an experience. It's it's now an opportunity for me to talk to some people that I that I really respect and also that I just find interesting and that things that I want to learn. So when I've got a you know W. Kamal Bell here, you know, Levine could wait. You know what I mean? Because there's <laughs> things that, you know, I'm gonna put him on the clock just for a little bit. 
because right. like critical race theory is just basically if I was to if I was to boil it down, it would just be like, hey, you know that section that we have in history books about like slavery, uh, you know, well, it was it it was for economic reasons. Like you said this in your episode, it's for economic reasons. And then fast forward to I have a dream speech. Yeah. And then yeah. that's it. How about we include the fact that these people were enslaved? Mm-hmm. You know, how about that? This is your country. And how like, about that? When it was over, the laws in this country worked hard to sort of keep black people as close to slavery as possible. Yes. Like that, Up so until that, now. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. the 70s, redlining, like you bring up redlining, which is just like, will you tell people what redlining is if they don't sure. know? Absolutely. So I'm sure everybody's like, finally, somebody can tell me what redlining is. So basically, there's <laughs> like I've had tuned in for the I came for Adam Levine and left learning about redlining. This is my whole career. Uh, so I'll, so here's the, this is the best way I think to explain it. We have an idea in America that the that the path to wealth building or generational wealth is home ownership. So the idea being that like if your great grandmother bought a house in on the south side of Philadelphia for, I don't know, whatever, $500, like whatever it is, that now that house is worth $3 million. So if you were to sell it, you, you would have, that you'd have $3 million that your great grandmother didn't have that you would have just had just by owning the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people in real estate get into it because they, the equity they have in one property, they can flip into another property. So they can keep sort of like, that's, you know, it's how we got a president who was a real estate con artist, uh, mm-hmm. is, is real estate. So people say real estate's the way to build wealth. Well, what redlining did was literally, 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 the banks in major, in major cities drew red lines around where the black people lived to say if, if the property that is here is not worth as much as the property that might be across the street from here. So therefore, mm-hmm. even if black people owned a house, that property did not, did not accrue wealth. And what it also did, it meant that like white people wouldn't buy in those red line districts. And they said, if you're a black person, you can't buy in the districts outside of the red lines. So you can't even go get, if you had the ability to buy a house in a nice up and coming white neighborhood, you weren't allowed to for many years. Mm-hmm. So just because the bank drew red lines around things. So what it meant is that if a black person's great, great grandmother bought a house <laughs> like for $500, that house today might be worth $300,000, you know, just because right. it was in a red line. And I'm just, these are numbers I'm pulling out, but it's yeah, not sure. going to accrue the same amount of value as a house that's owned by a white person. And this is all math that people can Google. Sure. But this is all, and it's all just, this is, this is, these are the things that, you know, these people that are on the Ted Cruz side mm-hmm. will say, you know, they, did they just not like, these are facts. Why, not trying hard all, enough? Why don't they lift themselves of- up by their bootstraps? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's all of that stuff. And when it comes to like CRT and we will get back to Maroon 5, I promise after the break, but, um, (laughs) you know, when it comes to critical race theory, these people, you know, what percentage of people, um, you know, because these, these white people think that because we're going to be talking about, we just don't want to be, you know, this is teaching that all white people are bad. Mm -hmm. And, but, but what's the opposite of that, that all black people are, you know, good. Like they, <clears throat> and all you all we're trying all people that are proponents of it are trying to say is that no this is just these are the facts mm-hmm. let's let's try to become a better society let's try to become a more perfect union we're living together how are we going to do it and let's be obvious let's let's you know this this should have happened yeah. so it's just like what percentage and this is the last question i'll ask for now what percentage of people come out the back you 
what what percentage of people would you say actually and on and on the you know on the Cruz and DeSantis side or the uh, as you call latte liberal side, mm-hmm. what percentage of people actually have done the work and aren't just using the five percent buzzwords of you know they grab woke or they grab this they grab that you know people, what I mean? So are you saying like? Like, are you basically saying white people who who get it the way that I think I the way that I think I get it, or are you saying people in general who understand I, the history of this I, country and where we're at and where we might be headed if we don't uh, hit the e brake and figure it out? Well, the problem is, is that the people I get as upset when I hear you know people talking about the fact that you know we have to ban critical race theory because it's teaching you know mm-hmm. people that are saying that slavery what you can't say that slavery was bad that that angers me. Almost as much, and then almost as much, I get angered from you know the latte liberal, liberal yeah. as you call, which I would be closer to, um, of people that are just on social media, yes. you know, posting the, 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 the black people who turn square, there. Yeah. the black yes. square on Instagram. That, you know what I mean? Exactly what I was going to say. We're on the same like, page. So, like, I would say that this is the thing I, I feel like. I think that we're still in a position in this country where there's there's I think there's less people on the Ted Cruz side. Than, pe- than we think they are. I think the media sort of promotes those voices because they're loud and they're fun and they're and it's it's very clickable. The Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world, mm-hmm. but there's still a sizable percentage. So let's say that's twenty percent of this country. Maybe it's thirty okay. percent. But the people, the latte liberals, I think are probably also like a maybe a bigger percentage. But because they don't do a lot, it feels like there's less of them mm-hmm because they're not actually they're not actually like picking they sort of aren't picking a side so then it becomes my job to be like look i'm not going to get the marjorie taylor greens of the world or the people who think that she's talking sense i'm trying to get the people who turn their instagram square black and then a month later we're like oh that didn't change everything <laughs> like, like you know like, like yeah. wait the police still killed a black guy but i thought i turned my instagram square black and so i'm like come with me i you're you're you you at least know you at least your again your spidey sense is going off that something's wrong. You just don't know how to fight the crime, and I'm here to go. Come with me, and I'll help you learn how to learn how to do this. So that's really who United Shades is for. I get there. A lot of people are going to like, even if they watch it, like the that Ted Cruz side. They're not going they're not going to take it in because they're going to be picking it apart at every angle with whatever theory mm-hmm. they have. I'm talking to people who are like, I feel like things are wrong, but I don't know what to do. I will happily talk to the latte liberals and go, let me turn you into an actual lefty. <laughs> like, let me actually turn you into an actual, like, hardcore, like the kind of like the kind of lef- lefties who punch people in the mouth. Those are the kind of lefties, you know, who are like, we have to actually right. stand up to stand up yeah. to ignorance. We don't just we don't just we don't just uh, Instagram square our way out of racism. Yeah. Well, I just I can't tell you how much i respect what you do and also um you know it's got to be exhausting you have to be exhausting about well that that Jesus. episode was particularly exhausting because they were oh it's hard to watch more. it's yeah. hard <laughs> to watch it's, it's not, not something mean, you want to hear about your tv show but uh yeah uh, no but no it's 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 you 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 have to watch it you have to um but it's it's just i just get so angry um good. and you know but as zach de Roca said Anger is a gift, Kamal. Yep. So, uh, you know, on that note, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll actually talk about the song. That was a great break, wasn't it, Kamal? I saw that the way they the way the sign came up. I thought that was really professional. It's like, oh, we're doing real. This is like we're getting there. I have a producer. You know, a, like, uh, can you believe that, Kamal? When you sent me that DM, 
You I, know, I was shocked. I was sure this was done by you, and maybe <laughs> Kim was going to no. be like, <sighs> "I would never want to do it." I mean, so just like you know, Adam got in touch with me and was like, "What do you think about a podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll d- I would like to do one, but I don't want to have to do it." I don't want no, to have to do it. It's good to I'm already doing these long there. videos that take forever to yeah. do. I'm like, I can't. And he's like, no, I'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. I'll get you yeah. Starburns Network. And I'm like, okay. Yes, you know, Starburns. I was still, impressed when I saw that. I was like, oh, this is real, real. Well, you know, we're, we're trying over here, man. Um, okay, so let's get back to the song. Adam, where the hell were we with this song? So get in the car. You can ride it wherever you want. Yeah, we're driving. that have to do with moves like jack they're sitting in a car we're still so far away from mick jagger <laughs> you can't dance in a car it's like but, you see you know you can do this and you you'll see people behind you at a mick red Jagger's light not like, associated with down. cars <laughs> yeah I, here's the other thing about this about the song also i want to say if i'm the bass player i'm like okay adam what am i doing while this song is playing mm-hmm. like if i'm the drummer i'm like what am I doing while this song? Because those aren't real drums. <laughs> like, what, what no. do you want? Because this is a band, ostensibly, right? It's a band of people. Yeah, the only thing I always picture that one guy who's got like blonde hair that goes down. I, I yeah. could see their guitar player. I have no idea what their bass player looks like. I have no idea what their drummer looks like. I don't know if, you, if they have one anymore. I mean, I would imagine <laughs> that this song is just production. Yeah, it's Levine, maybe the guitar player, maybe the band's in there. I don't think so. And then. They have their live band, which probably has like nine people in the band by now. I would yeah. imagine, and and um, nine keyboard players. Yeah, I could I could be wrong, but there's this just like they're like they're the they're the acceptable train. That I think that's how I'm going to classify Maroon Five. <laughs> like if Train is like you know they're the same band. Yeah. It's just like a slightly different rep. It's like but unlike I think, Train, I think Adam Levine turns up like the if you have like the like the game where you create your own player, like the train lead singer is like Adam Levine, but but Adam Levine's slightly better looking, more tattoos, more in shape. Like it's just like if you just right. sort of like, you start with the train guys, like the t- avatar, and then you sort of turn it into Adam Levine. And maybe, just maybe he had like, you know, um, he listened to like Are You Experienced mm-hmm. by Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. whereas Pat Monahan has the greatest hits. <laughs> like that's that's kind of how I feel. Like he listened to a deep cut. Like yeah, he knows yeah. you know he knows like a, a band of gypsies exists. Where it's just like you know, uh, well, yeah. Adam Levine where, also. Adam Levine clearly is a fan of Prince. Whereas Pat Monahan saw Purple Rain. Right. He saw the movie. Yeah. He saw. That's it. it. Yeah. And maybe a greatest hits. Yeah. You know what <laughs> but, I mean? But, but like, Adam's listening to a deep cut. Yeah. Adam, you know. Adam actually got a uh, sign of the times. He actually went to the like yeah. Right. So, and so, like, that's the difference between the two. But I mean, I'm sure that they're, they gotta be texting each other. Right. I mean, they, they gotta be. I mean, and maybe Pat's like his sensei, you know, Pat Monahan could be like, cause he's 10 years older about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe Monahan's like, hey, if things are dipping down a little bit low, why don't you record a Stevie Wonder record? We did a Led Zeppelin record. You could record the whole Stevie Wonder record. And Adam's yeah. like, no, I, why would I? I can't do that. I mean, it's a Stevie Wonder record. He's like, no, 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 you can do it. Yeah. We recorded Led Zeppelin 2 all the way through. So, and it worked. He's like, it worked. It so, worked. like, you guys should just record, 
you know, record a wonder record. You, you'll be fine. You know, well, yeah, and he also like the the move of like not only do you get on the voice, so you're like it's sort of at that point like it's weird to have a current musician like that on the vo- on a show like that. That was when it was sort of still strange to have like Adam Levine, but he's out there on the road. He's gonna do this, and then not only do you make this song that is clearly more of a pop song because you're on a very big television show, but then you get your other celebrity singer person, Chris, uh, uh, Christina Aguilera, to be on your song. Which never would have happened if not for the fact I think that they're on this show. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it feels like absolutely. it feels like the, it feels like a show that it feels like a song that the TV show wrote. Like, that's, you yeah. Know. Well, it, it it is. Speaking of TV shows, though, you know, come out, you know, check mark over here. Um, you got, you know, you've got a profile. Like, can we mass singer? They, would they ever call it's, you? My kids would love that. They would actually. We've t- they have that has been suggested to me by my kids. They they really feel like I'm not doing enough content that they that they enjoy is what the really the message is. So, but like, yeah. why is this mass singer just singing like what's going on? And, <laughs> yeah, you know? week, he first week he rapped "Fight the Power." <laughs> the second right. week he's, right. he's saying a very out of key "What's going on." He's oh, doing. I, I, He's doing actually, it takes uh, a nation of millions to hold parade. us back in <laughs> in its entirety. <laughs> oh my god. Back to like I don't know and and like I'm not trying to, you know, this is I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this conversation. When I was like 9 or 10 years old, I had Fear of a Black Planet and It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. I don't know if it's just because I come from good parents. I don't know what it is. But it's something, and I get like I get just so emotional thinking about it of just mm-hmm. what you've had to deal with in this fucking country, being a black man, and I just like it breaks my heart, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like this is why it means this is why I'm gonna keep putting you on the clock because it's just like <laughs> I think we have things we need to learn. Right. You know what I mean? I really do. Like it's it's just how are we ever gonna get better? And you're trying. And you're and you're using your voice, and I think that you know I don't know how I'm going to segue back to talking about Maroon Five, but uh, you know uh, Chuck D, <laughs> Flavor out. Flav, Big Clock, Adam Levine has probably has a watch, probably yeah. expensive yeah. watch, yeah. and uh, you know he writes a song called "Moves Like Jagger," right? Yes. Yeah, that's how it happens. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Adam, let's put it back on. You wanna know how to make me smile? Take control on me just for the night. If I share my secret, you're gonna have to Who's this? Christina Aguilera. Okay, so this is Christina coming in. And they're the on the voice factor. together at this time. Right. And they performed it on the voice, which to me felt like, oh, this is so cynical. But I bet they didn't even get the whole version in. No, I mean, not. it was probably like a minute and 15 seconds because those shows you can never listen to a full three and a half minute song. That's like the main problem I have with those shows where it's just like it's not the fact that it's just like they're they're judging people on how well they can go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it should just be called Run Fest or something like that. But the <laughs> fact that like they songs are 30 seconds long on all of those shows yeah. and everyone's like, yeah, it was just like get to the part where you can hit the high note. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that old Simpsons clip where he's like, he's like, it's like, play taking care of business. 
And then right. they're like, we want to go with our new stuff. Play taking care of business. And they start playing taking care of business. Get to the working overtime part. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's that's what they do on those shows. They they very quickly get to the to the working overtime part of every song. Right. Get to the working overtime part. Um, I was thinking about, you know, Simpsons jokes will just come in every yeah. now and then yeah. where it's just like, I wash myself with a rag on a stick. When Bart, do you remember that one? Yeah. So Bart dreams of like being an overweight person oh, that gets yes. on TV. Yeah. Like yeah. he wants to be famous because he's like in his world book of like, you know, yeah. 700 pounds or whatever. And the paparazzi's there and he's in there. He's got like this toga thing on. And he goes, I wash myself with a rag on a stick. And he's washing himself. And then after he says that, they all clap. <laughs> He started. He that predicted the Simpsons predict a lot of te television and a lot of trends. That's they not did. Far off. I mean, Simpsons uh, amazing. Um, so let's see, Maroon Five. <laughs> Simpsons amazing. I think I'm gonna clip that part. I think I'm gonna clip that part for my own purposes. Yeah, the Simpsons are good. If you if you didn't know that the the, the Simpsons are good, um, you should check them out. Um, so, you know, I don't even know what else. Like, do you think that you know Adam Levine? What I'm going to do, put the song back on, uh, Adam, if you don't mind. Take me by the tongue and I'll know you. Kiss till you're drunk, I'll show you. You want the moves like Jagger. I got the moves like Jagger. I got the moves Ooh. like Jagger. Which is like, you know, for people that are watching this on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the moves like Jagger are ridiculous. I yeah, mean... I, I love Mick Jagger. Sexy. Don't get me wrong. Let's talk about Mick Jagger for a second. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, this man, this 85-pound yeah. man. Yeah. And, who, and close to 85 years old at this point. <laughs> exactly. And still who, like, strong. Every, everybody knows the moves. You got the finger pointed, right? It, you, got it the, you got the arms. You got the, you the got sort the, of the fashion the model arms. arms. You got, yeah, you got kind of like a chicken walk yeah. going. And a, and a head thing. Right. And a lot of a lot of presenting, pointing, yeah, yeah. you know, and then a, a, um, a facial like a lip, like a sneer lip pout. Isn't it amazing though that the Stones? Okay, I'm talking about the Stones here. Mm -hmm. The Stones are like the band that like are the badass band, right? Like they're like the rock and roll band. Everybody that's always like Beatles or Stones or whatever, and it's like you know, real rock and roll guys would say like, "No, nah, man, I like the Stones." And and so it's just like they're this badass like like bikers like the Stones, you know what yeah. I mean? Like tough guys like the Stones, tough guys like the Stones come out. Look at this man who is who is who is up there wearing tighter clothes than any woman's ever worn. He's looks like a woman. He's moving like you know. And these are the men that you would typically would say like you know, oh look at that girly guy over there. Use like the f word, you yeah. know what I mean? Like these kind of people, but. We love they love that man. Well, that's that whole thing. You know, I'm sure you know this. Like the Beatles are seen as sort of like the more like upper crust band, and the Stones are sort of the rough and ready band. And yet, it's like the Stones. Mick Jagger specifically comes from like wealth. He comes from money. He's like he's the upper yeah. crust guy. And the Beatles came from Liverpool, which is apparently an ass kicker of a city. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's it's still it's yeah it's that ain't the upper crust, man. That yeah. that ain't the upper crust. I mean, it's wild. Like yeah. that Liverpool is kind of like there's parts in the UK. Have you have you been around the UK at all? A little bit. I, I did a did a couple gigs in Scotland. I've been to London once, but I've been to Edinburgh and then Glasgow, which is like 
also not the upper crust. Right. But like you should get out there. Like if you did a United Shades of the UK, mm-hmm. it would be like instead of going to Arizona, by the way, that episode, the woke episode, um, it's just you meditating in the beginning. And then you yeah. open your eyes and you're like, oh, shit, I'm in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so it's just like that if you did the United Shades of the UK, like you would get into these towns like um, there's a like these because I did this tour of the UK where I was I wasn't just in London you know, uh, or, or even Liverpool or Birmingham or anything like that. I got into these towns, like a town called Wolverhampton, right? Mm. And shout out to Wolverhampton. If you're listening to this where I swear they don't close their mouth. It puts the South to shame. Like wow. their South is unbelievable. It's like, I was talking to this guy and he's like, all right, lads, you gotta go on at about six o'clock, and then at six o'clock you're gonna have a good time. And you gotta have a good time because everyone's gonna, you know, you gotta get your guitars in. And it's just... his mouth didn't close. It was amazing. I didn't understand. I'm like, I speak this language. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea what this man just said. Well, you know, yeah. so well, their south over there goes back a lot further than ours. Like as much as the people that America, people I want to act like America's an old country. We have no idea. Their south, no. they, whatever their south. south is, goes back thousands of goes back a thousand years. Like when you see that guy popping a hot dog at two a.m. on you know if you're driving through if you're driving through you know Mississippi and and it's like you just get to a rest stop and you see a guy that's just sitting outside of the gas station popping a dog real slowly. Yeah, like they've got that times 10, you know, 10,000. Yeah. I mean, yeah. their guy that's been sitting on the, you know, outside of a gas station eating a hot dog or, you know, fish and chips, whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah they're it's, eating like it's, blood give, sausage. Right. But it's funny because we give them, you know, cause they do talk like this, you know what I mean? It's quite sophisticated, isn't it? And you think, all right, they, this is a sophisticated lot, isn't it? Because they talk like this. Well, some, but yeah, some also, of them do. And we still have this sort of like, you know, we saw with the, with the, the 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 queen's funeral like we still have a lot of people in this country who still have that queen that king and queen envy like you know we sort of like still think they're better than us right which you know i mean listen the monarchy couple problems there i think we could admit uh didn't didn't really work out (laughs) monarchy i've worked out for them it worked out for them but you know kings and queens it's a good look i mean i think we could agree on that it's a good look look. (laughs) principle not great Castles, good look. No, castles, you know what good I mean? look. No, but if they were like the if they were like the king and queen of the castle, the way that Chuck E. Cheese is the king of Chuck E. Cheese, yes, I think it would it would be a good look. Right, but, but if they didn't have like okay, yeah, we're if, it paid, be if it paid fifteen dollars an hour to be the to be the king and queen of England, right? That's a that's well, a I think look. it's kind of become that with like medieval times. I mean, that's the closest thing to a castle yeah. here. Yeah, or like you know, there was a. I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. There was a smoke shop called Castle Smoke Shop, where it's like I love when businesses just put like the the on top of their shitty building, they just put like the the bricks yep. up. And yep, make it yep. look like the top of a castle, castle smoke shop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or when all the pizza, like the, there's that, I think it's a website called used to be a pizza hut. Cause pizza hut used to have a oh, hut yeah. thing on it. That's great. And now they've closed up and now you can see all these used to be a pizza huts around the country. Love used to be a pizza hut, which is by the way, pizza hut's still going like, how are the pizza huts still like affording national advertising yet? The stores are going down. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, I, it's funny. Out here, away. there's a thing called Round Table Pizza. I don't know if they have it. It's, it's but it's the Bay Area's Pizza Hut. And, but I mm-hmm. feel the same way. They didn't even get to national prominence. And I'm like, how is Round Table Pizza still like? It's just it's kids' birthday parties 
and kids after school buying five, buying like cheap slices of pizza. I think that's the only thing because you can order round table pizza or Pizza Hut to every kid's birthday party and everybody's fine. Okay, round table, never heard of it. There's one thing uh, about Pizza Hut that I do want to say before we take a break here um, that I'll never forget. It was a Pizza Hut that was going down in Scranton. Like, it was on its way out. It was still hanging on, but only a couple cars in the parking lot, you know? Yeah. And I would drive past it and had one of those, you know, those shitty signs that businesses have with the arrow where they put the letters up. You know those, like, oh, they yeah, light yeah, up yeah. and only three of the lights are on? Yeah. And, like, you know, listen, I'm not the best... I'm still working on trying to get Jack Hoffman hung on the wall here. I know that the background could look a little bit better. I get that. But if you're if you're a fucking restaurant or a business, plug a light in. Like, get a <laughs> new get, light bulb. You know what I mean? The like, these yeah. signs that are out forever. Like, yeah. you know, that's just like the neon signs, man. I mean, if you're trying to bring someone in, buy a fucking light bulb. So... I'm looking at this sign and it's shitty. I mean, this thing looks like it got beat down from like 50 years of nicotine in a break room, like from like AA meetings or something like that. Like this yellow <laughs> sign was just rotten and it had the arrow and I'll never forget. It. it was probably like January 20. It was maybe like January 7th or something like that or 10th or 11th. Actually it was later. It was like January 15th and I'm driving past and it just said, happy new year. And there's nothing funnier than that to me <laughs> from the Pizza Hut. This shitty sign. We're just trying. <laughs> like we don't, we've January run out of ideas. 15th, still up there. What do we put on the sign? Well, it's, you know, Happy New Year from the Pizza Hut. And you know, I, have to, I have to point out specifically that the funny thing, the, the deeper level of funniness about that is January 15th, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. That's a good way. That's a good, that's a good way to take. Maybe that race. was it. So they were. They maybe there was there was someone who was woke enough in there to uh, to to know that you know let's let's put Happy New Year, but let's not talk about Dr. King. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we we have to you know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back. Maybe we'll listen to more Maroon Five. We probably won't. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Um, that was another great break. I was really happy that. Um, uh, we got to go to a break, and I'm sure you're happy that you got to hear a commercial. Um, so we're talking to Kamal Bell. Uh, you know that. This has been a great uh, conversation for me, at least. I hope you're enjoying it. You can check him out on uh, United Shades of America. I, I do like in I do mm -hmm. in uh, episode plugs every now and then. Just I, will, I do want to say it is all the episodes, including the season that you're talking about, the newest season, are on Discovery Plus right now. So if you're ready to download a new app, <laughs> you can go to Discovery Plus and, and watch Love logging in. You know that. So yeah. Discovery Plus, does that mean like have you ever been at like a party with like the guys from the Deadliest Catch? I I've uh, I've yeah I've been at I've been at the Emmys with Sick. the guys from the Deadliest Catch. Sig Hansen, Nightshade have you have you met Sig Hansen? Yeah, I have. I don't. I we didn't all party, but I have been in a room with people from Deadliest Catch. I beat oh, their show awesome. I think three times in a row for Emmys. <laughs> so. I, I I think that they're I think that they've been on for forty five years. Yeah, no, they, they they're not they, going anywhere. They just keep putting the pots in the water. No, it's they're unbelievable. Not, they're not it's like, what are we going to do this season? So it's like for United Shades of America, you have to go into your writer's room. You need yeah. to talk to, you know, all the people. Okay, what are we going to do? What, mm -hmm. what what problems? There's, I mean, luckily, there's always going to be problems for you. Yay. But, um, you know, okay, we went to Hawaii this season. Mm -hmm. uh, what else did we do? Okay, who else has it? And we can't bad? go back to the same places. Like, we can't go back every year. I mean, we've done two Hawaii episodes, but they were seasons apart. So whereas with Deadliest Catch... We're going to try to catch those Dutch fish. Dutch Harbor. 
Dutch Harbor. And like, what do we think in this? Well, let's, we did four boats last year. Let's do five boats this yeah. year. They're, they're yeah. kind of on the Gillette mock uh, razor program of just like, well, we're at the mock 13 right now. Where yeah. can we go now? Yeah. How about mock 14? Yeah. You know, I remember when Bic uh, lighters put out a brown lighter and I was just like, wow. Cause it was like, it was, it was, it was blue red and like white forever yeah. and then like all of a sudden a brown lighter showed up and i yeah. was thinking about that meeting it was like hey guys i just got this idea i don't know yeah brown <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about gray but uh you know deadliest catch it's like when sports teams went like i remember that period where sports teams like 20 years ago like you know we could make these jerseys whatever color we want to right yeah like it used to be that they were only team colors and then suddenly right. everybody had silver and black jerseys because those Raider colors were popular. Like it was like, and then they. How do you how do you feel about the jersey jumping though? Like I feel like it's kind of jarring in a way where it's just like, I get it. You know they yeah. want to sell more jerseys and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but it's just like it almost feels like every game you're getting a different jersey. <laughs> you know, well, especially like, what they start. They even stopped doing the thing where like the the uh, the home team would wear white because those weren't the best jerseys. So like right. they even started letting the home team wear whatever whatever they wanted to wear, and you're like, I can't even tell who's playing or where we're at. <laughs> like it's, I feel like yeah. we should have been consulted as far yeah, as this yeah. goes. Like you know, um, especially like throwback jersey. I like when like, dude, can we all just agree that throwback jerseys look amazing? Like, why are they the throwback jerseys? Just, <laughs> just go to them. Like, if we have all of these bands, and I talk about this a lot, like coming back, like there's there's the older bands. That always write, I call them Ringo songs that always write like songs about like how it used to be. Mm. So it would be like, you know, Mike Love has done this a lot with the Beach Boys and like where it's like back to form songs, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, we're going to get back to the early days when we were getting up, you know what I mean? And we were like going to practice and we didn't have any money and stuff. But like Ringo's always like, those were the days. I do this on every show. <laughs> we were the lads, right? You know? Uh, Lady Madonna <laughs> was sitting in the back seat when I was driving my car. You know, so it's just like he's always hearkening back to those days yeah. where it's just yeah. like, and the joke is, is that it reminds us of those songs. So it's like, yeah, I'm just going to listen to Drive My Car then. Yeah. And I just feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. the, 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 the sports teams should just be like, oh, man, they really, they actually really like the throwbacks. Yeah. And they could, we can make them happen. Like the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates, when they had that hat, the, the circles that go all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good look, you know? Well, it's funny. Even, and people, it's funny how nostalgia works. People even like the throwback to a jersey they didn't like the first time <laughs> so right like i'm old enough to remember how much people hated the uh toronto raptors uh raptor jersey with the with the with the uh that has the dinosaur on the front of it yeah like people hated that i remember it felt like yeah. kids pajamas they hated it but now drake has a thousand of them yeah, exactly sure. like now we're like remember that remember that it's it's funny right nostalgia's you've talked about this a lot nostalgia lies to you a lot you just sort of think i remember that so i must have liked it well i mean like the sixers i didn't the problem is is that Allen iverson's one of my favorite uh players of all time fair you know i'll be a homer as far as that goes but like that sixers uniform was never one of my i feel like he got Mm -hmm. a bad sixers uniform yeah i can't come i can't come around to it i don't know if you're familiar with it it's just like I love the uniforms now. It just says Sixers across. It looks great. It's more the Barkley. Like, they went back to that. 
and he just had a lot going on on that. The, I mean, those the, the late '90s, early 2000s. It was a bad era of jerseys, like the sort of the yeah. '90s, like because they started. That's when they realized they could sell. And specifically, I think the Raptors jerseys a big part of that. They realized that suddenly people wanted to wear these, and with the, they were like, "Oh, we kids and women want to wear these." We thought it was just dudes who played basketball who wanted to wear these, and so right. there was a lot of like really trying doing too much as they say the jersey started to do too much in that late 90s than that 90s early 2000s era i'm feeling like the short shorts have been like coming back they and have I'm kind of into that and yeah. i really want to see like fucking full-on 80s short shorts <laughs> that'd be that'd be incredible great look um larry bird i mean yeah. possibly one of the shittiest looking men of all time he's and he's called larry legend i mean look at that guy unbelievable um, he actually he looks he looks like a bird, and yeah. his name is Bird. Um, okay, so let's kind of get back to the song here. Um, <laughs> let's see, Adam, what what this song like, are we doing today? This is like when you're when you're watching TV and you're flipping back and forth between channels. Like I'm gonna watch a little bit of the Move Like Jagger podcast, then we'll go back to the podcast yeah. where they're just bullshitting. Well, I got some bad news for you. We're we're out of song. We've uh, we've we heard the went... whole song. That's okay, hilarious. That... I never even like I was saying before we taped, I don't know if I've ever heard this all the way through. I just know I've heard it all a million times, but it's all been pieced together. Frankenstein, you know what I mean? So I think this was the first time I've actually heard, even though I talked over most of it. And you didn't even realize the little outro. See what you feel about it. Yeah, let's check out the outro. All right. Which is the perfect, like, go to a commercial. Yeah, no, it's, come back to a segment. Well, so here's you know the question. I, mean? I have not looked up live versions. He's, they don't, do they hire a whistler? Whistlers, if you see a whistler on stage, I'm, I'm 99% uh, confident it's going to be a track at this point. Like, yeah. Um, because whistling into microphones is so hard. Not to say it doesn't happen, but over like a full mix. Yeah. Because you have to, the move with it is like, it turns into a. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Outside gig. This yeah. is what uh, my friends have always said. Like anytime you're, <laughs> sounds like an outside gig, but you have to. Your nice. sound has to be really, really good, and you have to be really be focused to. to be on stage in front of thousands of people with all that going on, and to just keep that going. <laughs> you have to like because whistling isn't like rocking out or just yeah. like you know like yeah. playing like you know drummers could just play louder and it's yeah. just like you know yeah and you also dynamic. can disconnect from what's happening in the you can just play your thing but whistling you got to make sure you you're you gotta say you can't rock whistle like no yeah the yeah. more you you, like power the, you put into it the, the, i got it, that move yeah if you get too excited about the moves like jagger you're gonna ruin your whistling so that this is the thing that makes me so frustrated about this song that you go from a band that was like I assume was like a credible live band to like, now you're just hitting tracks. You're just hitting like hit the whistle, hit the drum tracks. Uh, it's the guitar, but turn, but it's not, it's like through effects and the guitar player is really yeah. not like, you know, and it's suddenly it's like, I just imagine that the drummer that day was like, so this is what we're doing now, Adam. So, I mean, I just feel like these guys are just, these are pop, they're pop monsters. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, you know, I talk about this a lot in my videos where it's just like, you know, the lack of a musical conscience, really. I just think <laughs> it's kind of like they, they know they're using every convention imaginable and they're just staying on top and it's pop music. I mean, that's what it always kind of was, but there's, there's still good ways to make 
I think, interesting pop music. And yeah, I'm not sure. saying that they're not, they haven't done that in some sort of way. Like I said, I think that they're the acceptable train. I would say they're Sprite, and I would say train is Sierra Mist. Ooh, you know, not even like, seven up. Not even seven up. No. Okay. Seven up would be like, uh, who's seven up? Uh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's, that's their thing, and where it's just like, okay, we're listening to what's going on. We've, we're paying this producer that knows the sounds right now um what do we have to do and i would love if if i had if i could do anything in this world it would be like troll the music industry where it's just like the sounds make a hit song like a toilet flushing and like you know um an unplugged unplugged electric bass right so it's just like like if this is the sound Unplugged electric bass. I don't know if there's a worse sound. <laughs> and you hear a toilet flush. <laughs> like, and that was a hit. Yeah. And then, like, two months later, you hear Maroon 5 and Train both come out with albums like, <laughs> you know slight differences yeah, yeah, that, but they like, work oh, the toilet in now. because they the, know that this toilet is the hit maker figure you know? out to figure out a way to get those sounds on on pro tools and then you know get the right person to i mean here's the so here's the funny part about for me about this is that my daughter's 11 she plays piano she sings she wants she's her favorite artist is alicia keys and at mm-hmm. her school they have like a thing called rock band which i was super excited that they're it's called it's not called band it's called rock band and okay. so she she auditioned for rock band, and she had to have rock songs to audition to, and that's where I learned she didn't even really under she thought she had a really narrow idea of what rock was, which was actually probably the original idea of what rock was: loud guitars, mm-hmm. making like making noise. And I had mm-hmm. and I was like, well, there's actually a lot of songs you like that are rock songs you don't know. And I played her, <laughs> I played her a Coldplay song. She's like, this is rock music. Good point. And I was like, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of making. I mean, technic. I mean, that's what it says on Spotify. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and yet, I mean, the the point you're making is a good one. I mean, Imagine Dragons is a rock song. I just yeah. they're a rock band. I mean, this is this is what rock. This is where we're at. I mean, it's like, become. and I think that at least with Imagine Dragons, you hear guitars sometimes. With Coldplay, sometimes. there's songs where there's like, I was like, what I had a hard time. To? It doesn't sound different from Alicia Keys, really. Maybe Coldplay Seven Up. That's that. Yeah. I mean, it could be you know Coldplay. I feel like they've just kind of like we were a rock band, and now we're gonna do whatever it takes. Like you know, <laughs> we watch Tom York, yeah, and we just we were just be they're Tom York light the whole yeah. entire. I know for way. sure they like, like they they took out York the used parts. to rock. Now York is all instrumental. Tom he stopped enunciating, and it's just like you know polyrhythms over polyrhythms and stuff like that. And then Chris Martin's like, yeah, I want to do that, but I still want the money. So it's just like we got to like have a hook in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going full NPR. They're going half NPR. You yeah. know what I mean? Where and it's they like wanted Radio to be played on gone. as many radio stations as possible. I want it to be on the yeah. rock station, the pop station, the adult contemporary station, uh, the, the classic rock station. I want it to be on as many still surviving radio formats as possible. 
Um, so let's let's wrap this thing, Kamau. Uh, it's been great having you on. And uh, and let me just ask you before I let you go, what kind of man are you? Like, are you are you fixing a toilet? I just moved into a house. Are you good at shit? No, 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 no. I I think part of being, I would say, part of being a man, the way we're talking about it, is really accepting what you're not good at. And then yeah. refusing to do those, th- and then really figure out a way that you can refuse to do those things, and those things still. So either making friends with the with the toilet guy. So if you can't, but let's say you can't afford the toilet the toilet guy, putting yourself in a position where you can be friends with the toilet guy, <laughs> like something friends like with the toilet guy. Will you tell Kim it's a, it's we're just going to be friends with the toilet guy? You Will you fr- just you gotta, tell- if you yeah if you can't afford the toilet guy, which is which is a big deal because toilet guys are expensive. You got to become are. friends with the toilet guy. And but Here's I'll say the- this too. At some point, like the, like you have to also sort of learn what you can do, so that mm-hmm. that you can then you're allowed to not do other things. So like for example, one of the knobs on our on our uh, oven broke, like it just didn't broke, and my wife was like, "I guess we just don't use that burner anymore." <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, "We're just gonna give it." And I just sort of like went to went to Google, and apparently you can buy new knobs. I didn't know you could do that. You could buy. So new you knobs. did it. Yeah. You. you I, so, I, I ordered the knob. You've looked at that knob too, like late at night before you gone yep. to bed. Like, you know, guys always like, man, like they build something and then you get to turn around and be yep. like, look at it. You know, you cut the lawn, you look at the lawn, you just yeah. look at I it. Turned, I turned after I, I put it on and it fit perfectly. I replaced all of them because they had because they'd only sell them by packs of four. <laughs> so like I replaced. Right. So there's brand new knobs on our stove. I turned oh, it on. Gorgeous. I turned it off several times and I stood back and nodded my head. You sure did. Yeah. Right now, I've got the hold. We got to hold down the toilet, yeah. uh, the the handle for like three seconds. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out is it is it my chain? Yeah. Is it the flapper? Yeah. And I'm just like, but these are high stakes. Yeah. I want to try to learn how to do it, but what if I fuck it up? Then we don't have a toilet. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like I think I gotta. I think I gotta. Well, you got. You can't. In. You can't fight that battle every time. You do have to sort of. I never thought I would be the the stove knob guy, but I have become the stove knob guy. I never thought mm-hmm. I'd be Spider Killer. I am Spider Killer in my house. Right. But then you have to sort of go, I it ends here. Now we gotta go get the guy. And you have to look your partner in the eye, your Kim in the eye, and go like, I'm not the guy. I'm sorry, I'm not the guy. But the You're good not thing that is guy. I accept that I'm not that guy. I'm not I'm not gonna break our toilet. You're not the toilet guy, but you are award winning Kamal Bell. You won awards, right? I won awards, yes. Yeah, I just I just I took a shot. No, we there. talked about it. So, I three I beat the deadliest catch guys three times at the Emmys. Oh yeah. Okay, so we have award-winning Kamal Bell beating deadliest catch Sig Hansen from the Northwestern Dutch Harbor. Um and uh I can't thank you enough for coming on and it has been great getting to hang out with you and thanks for answering questions about your show and about life and about all of that stuff. I didn't mean to put you on the clock, but I had to. I, um, I'm happy to be here. And like I said, the thing that you think I'm doing for you, you were doing for me. Like when I was like, a, it was a great way to have a break from all the stuff that was going on in the world. And it always is to go, ah, let's just settle into some Pat Finnerty. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I also like how you've posted some of my stuff and you're just like, everybody, we're going to take it. I got to yeah. take a break every now and then. Yeah, yeah, no, I no. Gotta. It was definitely like, I know that how my feed works. I'm like, what is he? Is this guy raising money? Nope, he's not raising money for anything. He's not. He's not. <laughs> this is just art. Yeah. It's just art. Here's Enjoy the, the art. Here's the thing. I love talking to you so much. It's just I keep doing, saying one more thing. But one more thing. You post these things on Instagram, and you get back to the trolls. Like, do you decide how many trolls you're going to get back to? Like, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've been watching. Let's just do a little troll talk first before we troll get you out of here. So here's my rules for trolls. Play for debate. 
only I only get back to them if I if I'm having a good time, not if I'm angry. Okay. So don't 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 troll angrily because that just never ends up anywhere. Because then you're gonna say something really like really stupid that's gonna come back to bite you in the ass, like you know. Yes. And so, or you're gonna just or you're gonna reveal yourself to be sort of petty. And for me, I don't mind being petty, but I only do it if I'm actually it's like it's fun and I have time, like you know. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you troll from a from like a calm place, like yeah, when no, you're. You can't don't yeah. don't tweet angry, don't don't Instagram angry, don't don't right. social media angry, don't respond to trolls angrily. If I'm angry about it, I won't respond to it, and then maybe later I'll come up with the oh that's a funny thing to say. But if you can't do that yeah. three weeks later, because then you look, then you're that guy. So then you're that guy. Then you're George Costanza. But yeah. I feel like um you know so like someone uh. Someone wrote under comment of the Danny California video, like, stop bugging people on the street. You're not even famous. Mm-hmm. So instead of, I don't know why that one just, like, I oh, loved it so all, much yeah, that I pinned way. it. So now that's the pinned comment under. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't say anything to it. I was just like, stop bugging see, people on the street. You're not even famous. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's a great way to handle it. You just want to go, I saw you, but I'm here's the attention you wanted. Here's the attention you wanted. Right. Yeah. Here it is. Um. All right, well, let's get you out of here. Everybody check out W. Kamau Bell on all the shit. You know how to do that. Google. Uh, watch his shows. Read his books. Um, watch his documentary on Bill Cosby. He's got so much stuff that you could check out. He's right there. Uh, just a Google away. Go ahead and do it. Go to patfinity.net if you want to check out my bullshit. And uh, leave a uh, leave a review or rate. You know what I no, mean. Okay, let me do it. It's very important to feed the algorithm so that we can make this man as successful so he can get his hot tub. So you need to leave five stars. Don't do four. Don't get in your feelings. Only five star reviews are asked for. And you gotta and you gotta share it with somebody. Share it with one person. Even if you're like me where your audience is like, why are you doing this? You gotta share it. You gotta share it. Five-star reviews on whatever podcast platform. But the Apple one, even if you don't listen to it on Apple, five stars on Apple means a lot come out do you mind if i grab that audio and just play it every single time it's fine with me so that i never have to do it we just bring in come out to end the episode adam can we do that come out come out just end every single episode whatever you want to do you have my release oh that's incredible and come out do you mind thanking uh executive producer adam levin for me too special thanks to executive producer adam levin not adam levine awesome all right thanks everybody don't click the link below whatever or click it Star Brands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.